This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top seven leading off for Milwaukee, the first baseman Nate DeYoung. And ball one to DeYoung as Jack Sterner's now working into the seventh inning. Yeah, just uh, aim to change up right there for ball one. The 1-0 from Sterner. It's outside for ball two. And both pitchers, Fry and Sterner, not wasting any time. They're, no, they're, they're working quickly today. Jack to wind up and delivery. And there's a strike. So the 2-0 goes to 2-1 and one on Nate DeYoung. DeYoung with a walk. Was left on base in the second. Flied out to Mitch McIntyre in the fourth. Mm. Just missed down. Wanted it down an inside edge and didn't get it. So three balls and a strike. Jack has walked two today. And struck out two. And that's a grounder to the five hole. Backhanded by Brock. He one hops a throw to first and not in time to get DeYoung. So DeYoung will reach on an infield single. That's a tough play to make right there. Left-hander hitting it into the six hole where the shortstop has to backhand plant and go. Brock just barely didn't get it there in time. Good effort, though. So runner on and no one out here in the top of the seventh for Milwaukee. Jake Novak comes to the plate. Second of three back-to-back-to-back left-handed bats. Novak struck out swinging in the first and the fourth, uh, the second and the fourth. So both case for Sterner. That bit against the current batter. And that's ball one from Jack. And Cougars have a pair of, I think, pair of left-handed arms up. This lefty heavy lineup for Milwaukee and taking a stroll to the mound is Colin Reuter. So Reuter and Sterner have a chat with two southpaws up in the BYU Pentucket. Yeah, just trying to calm him down here and give the lefties time to get going out there real quick. Jack had been cruising and then, you know, fell behind 3-1, gave up the infield single, and then falls or falls behind 1-0. and And so you're saying, hey, you know, he's at 70, but seven pitches now. And I think Jack has just worked into the low 80s in his pitch count. Yep. I think he's 82. This will be pitch number 83. As that's flied to left on the run, is Latham toward the line, makes the catch at the line, and that's one out. As jogging back to first is Nate DeYoung. So Novak is retired on the fly out to Hayden Latham. Latham getting his first work of the day. Latham and Gamble are one where everything's going to Mitch. Yeah. McIntyre has had uh, six putouts, I believe, in center field. One for Gamble in right, and now one for Latham in left. Well, I think he now has, everyone in the field now has had a chance to have, <laughs> yeah. a, have a put out, so. No one can complain anymore. Exactly. Tommy Benson, left-handed hitting Benson. The DH, a fly out to McIntyre, and a ground out in his first two at-bats. He hits and takes ball one. 1-0 with one gone and one on here in the top of the seventh inning. Milwaukee one, BYU one. The Panthers open the scoring in the third. BYU getting its first run across in the bottom of the sixth. One run, six hits for BYU. One run, three hits for the Panthers. Firing back to first is Sterner. And getting back ahead of the throw is DeYoung. Well, fastball count here. You might see them uh, do a little hit and run, create a little action here. Rogers on the bag at first as DeYoung takes his lead. And again, a throw back to first and standing up ahead of it is DeYoung once again. Milwaukee in the sand gold-colored caps, black batting helmets, sand-colored jerseys, white pants. Block Milwaukee is the script across the front. Mike Littlewood now leaves the dugout. will walk out to the mound. And it'll be the entire infield gathering around Jack Sterner. And that would be the day for Jack. Pitching change would appear for BYU. Does that look that way to you, Tuckett? Uh, not quite. Not quite, maybe? If he was going to, he usually would yeah. make the call earlier, I unless thought. he feels his guy's not ready. Well, <laughs> Sterner's teammates have left the yeah. dugout as if to congratulate him on the yeah. outing, and they're now not sure if, they're, if they should stay where they are or not. So we're not going to call the pitching change quite yet, as right now it's still a conference. Sterner is into the seventh and of now this game. Going to him. So they'll make that change. We'll take it too. So pitching change is coming your way. It is brought to you by PC Printing. Nothing inspires like print. A one-minute break. We'll have a new pitcher next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Jack Sterner, working his longest outing of the year, got through six and a third. Pitching change, and we go from right-hander to left-hander for BYU Southpaw Justice Riser. Checks into the game. The freshman out of South Jordan, Utah, Bingham High School. 6-1-185 goes Riser, making his fourth appearance of this year. All the appearances for Justice coming out of the pen. Two innings of relief against Indiana State back on February 18th. Three innings of relief work against Ohio State. And pitched two-thirds of an inning in the Arizona State series. His ERA is 1.59. He's thrown in those three games, three different opponents. Gets his fourth opponent, the Milwaukee Panthers today. Milwaukee and BYU tied at one in the top of the seventh inning. One out. As Tommy Benson will be the first batter to face Justice Riser. The lefty working on the first base side of the rubber. His first pitch is off speed and in for strike one. One ball, one strike. One out here in the top of the seventh. Riser will get a fastball touching 90. Curve in the high 70s. A slider high 70s, low 80s as he throws back to first. Checking the runner DeYoung with one out. Yeah, and he has an elite pickoff move to first, and so uh, he can. he's already picked a guy off this year. The runner on first is Nate DeYoung. Benson, the fly ball to right center. Coming in to make the catch is McIntyre, and halfway between first and second was DeYoung. He will scamper back as Benson flies out to Mitch McIntyre, who's been very busy today. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven putouts by Mitch in center field. And the catcher, Jack Thielen, next into the box. Right-handed hitting Thielen after three consecutive left-handed bats. It's now righty v lefty. Now throw back to Rogers at first. Checking back is DeYoung. Two out. And one on here in the top of the seventh inning. One run, three hits for Milwaukee. One run, six hits for BYU. Riser. Fires high and away. 88 miles per hour. Take ball ball one. Yeah, fastball just kind of ran away. And that's a change that Benson's out in front of. Yeah, or I bet you Thielen's out in front of and swing and a miss for strike one. One and one with two gone. Yeah, and that's his best pitch against right-hand hitters right there, the changeup. Just runs down and away. It's impossible to hit if he keeps it down. Runner run first, DeYoung, two out. In the top of the seventh. And that's lashed foul down the first baseline, strike two. That was a pitch in the mid-70s that was swung on and Yeah, tried to go backdoor slider there, and he... Stayed on it and just fouled it. Jack Thielen, a single in the third. It's put out in a rundown. Grounded out in the fifth. Hits now in the seventh with the score tied at one. That's another off-speed pitch. Outside and high for ball two. Two and two, two gone and one on here in the top of the seventh inning. They'll play two here today. BYU and Milwaukee, single game tomorrow at noon. That'll be it for the three-game series. That's high for ball three. So a full count with two out. And DeYoung will be on the move. Yeah, just tried to overthrow that fastball and stayed high. Go to your best pitch right here. A lot of confidence here, Justice. Justice Riser, having replaced Jack Sterner, kicks and fires. And that's again off speed. That's a change that gets him into an induced strikeout. So the swing and the miss taking us to the seventh inning stretch. Brought to you by Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. Bottom seven, 1-1. BYU-Milwaukee on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom seven here at Miller Park in Provo, 1-1. BYU and Milwaukee. Colin Reuter steps in. The BYU catcher. Swing and a miss through strike one from Riley Fry, who remains in the game into the seventh inning. Previous long outing was five. He's gotten into the seventh. Yeah, he's done a really good job. His defense has played really good defense. He made the one mistake last inning that Ryan made him pay for. 
He's kept his pitch count down, too. He's only in the low 60s right now. Exactly. Ruder sends it sky high to center. And that's where Seidel will make the catch. So Luke Seidel hauls it in, and Ruder is retired. 4-6-3 DP for Collin in the second. Singled and was out on a 6-4-3 DP on the base pass in the fifth. And he flies out to center in the seventh. It'll bring up the number seven hitter, the first baseman, Jacob Rogers. Rogers fly out and ground out. 6-4-3 ground out the DP in the fifth. Ball one from Fry. So the 1-0 coming up to Jacob Rogers. Milwaukee has a losing record at 3-4, but a winning daytime record at 3-2. In fact, both teams are 3-2 in their day games. And that's a swing and a miss from Jacob Rogers. Yeah, hitters like hitting in the day. Usually see the ball better, but today has been a pitcher's day. One ball, one strike, one out, no one on. Bottom seven, Riley Fry. Pipes a fastball and right back up the middle on the single to center for Jacob Rogers. So Rogers has his first hit of the day. Yeah, good adjustment right there. Stayed through it. Nice one hopper, hard line drive through the middle. Nicely done. So base runner with one out and Austin Deming, who's two for two today, with a chance to advance the runner here in the bottom of the seventh inning. And we're going to see Ozzie Pratt come in as a pinch runner for Jacob Rogers at first base. So Pratt will check in. Pratt is a left-handed bat, so we're likely to see Ozzie in game two today. With Milwaukee starting a lefty, Ozzie was kept in the dugout, but now he ju jumps in as a pinch runner. So the speedy Pratt at first, and Austin Deming on a double in the third and a single in the fifth. Well, what that does it's now, now is in the seventh. defensively, Ozzie will just go into third, and Deming will move over to first. That's what they'll end up doing. Deming can play either corner, and so that flexibility will prompt that change. Riley Fry, the lefty on the hill, comes inside on Austin Deming. Ball one. So 1-0 with one gone here in the bottom of the seventh inning. A base runner on, the lead run on for BYU. Diving back ahead of the throw is Ozzie Pratt. Pratt and Reuter out of the same high school, right? Yep. Mississippi. Best friends grew up together. We had them on the recruiting visit together when they came out here and kind of package-dealed it. Ruder led off this inning. That pitch is 89 miles an hour inside and around the knees for ball two. So 2-0 two to Austin Deming. A great he time to hit right here. Yep. We saw the double power earlier. He has home run power, too. He had a no-doubter in Florida. Good take. Take slow. It'll be ball three. So 3-0. Three Coach usually gives guys 3-0 take, but occasionally he has a gut feeling like, you know what, this might be the best pitch you see. I'm going to let you unleash. We'll see what happens here. So Pratt at first and a 3-0 count to Deming, and that will be a take and a four-pitch walk. So Deming to first on the base on balls. Ozzie Pratt will go to second on the walk, and it's first and second, one out. Here in the top of the bottom of the seventh inning, Brock Watkins, a sharply hit line out to first base in the third, and a 6-3 ground out in the fifth, as the catcher Thielen has a chat with Fry, as the activity in the Panther bullpen gets a little more earnest. Yeah, this is the spot right here. Tied ball game, bottom of the seventh, good, good runner, runner at second. You got a really good hitter up in Brock who hit just two missiles. One at first and, and one of the shortstop his last time. He's seeing him well. Great time to take a lead right here. Right-handed hitting Watkins against the southpaw Riley Fry. Puts his back heel on the third base side of the rubber and gets ready to come plate work. First and second for BYU. Pratt at second. Deming at first. And Watkins in the box. Looking to reach for the first time today. He's reached of six of, in six of seven on the season. Second on BYU in slugging percentage out of the nine hole. And that's a liner off the glove of the shortstop. It'll bound into center field. He's going to hit third hard. He'll round. He'll come home. The Cougars take the lead. Love it. Well, I thought well, originally he was going to have to get back, but uh, shortstop kind of diving towards his left off his tip of his glove into center. And Coach Pratt sends his nephew home to take the lead. 
Ozzie Pratt with the go-ahead run. BYU 2, Milwaukee 1. It'll put Deming at second, Watkins at first. And that's another hard hit yeah, ball by is. Brock. Yes. Nearly a great play by the shortstop, but just off the leather and into center field. Hit number eight. They will call that a single, right? Yep. Yep. That would have been a great play by the shortstop, but that was that laced ball and is just ripped. Laced, yes. Now you make it hurt here, Mitch. So first and second. Attaboy. And that is going to be a single to short right. Coming around to score is Deming. The throw to seconds cut off. Sliding in with a double is Mitch McIntyre. Yep, that's and a BYU great goes second double. and third. Another run across. And the Cougars extend the lead to 3-1. And that's what your senior leaders do, right? Fantastic job there. Brock, he's not a senior, but he feels like it. he's been here. He's started so many games here. But, but Mitch comes in with a big hustle double there. Deming was going to score easy. Brock's easy going first to third. Nicely done. And that will likely do it for Riley Fry, who gets into but not out of the seventh. So he's going to be on the hook for this one. And those two base runners will still be considered his. Oh, it feels like well, we're, they're going to keep him in wow. for at least one more hitter. Wow, I thought for sure you'd bring in a righty to face Pintar because he can absolutely blow this game open right here. So BYU's put two across in the bottom of the seventh, take a 3-1 lead. McIntyre at second with that double. Infield's going to be coming in now, so great time to hit if you're Pintar. And Penny singles sharply to left. Coming in to score is Watkins. Holding at third is McIntyre. Andrew Pintar makes it 4-1. to one. It's a three-run seventh so far for BYU. Yeah, and that right there is the difference is they have to play in on the grass. If the third baseman is playing in normal depth, when he lays out, he might have a chance to make that play. But because he's playing in, he's got no shot to react on that, and Pintar gets an easy line drive RBI single. Now it's first and third. McIntyre at third and Penny at first. They kept him in, and that was a one-pitch single. Another run across, 4-1 to one for BYU here in the bottom of the seventh. A check Got swing, two-hopper to the shortstop, who will handle, fire to first. With one out, the run will score. Yeah, It'll be it. an RBI ground out for Gamble as McIntyre comes in with the fourth run of the inning, and BYU takes a five-run lead here in the bottom of the seventh. So Cole Gamble with the RBI ground out on the 6-3. Adds to his team lead in RBIs. RBI number 13 for Gamble. Gamble scored BYU's first run of the day as the next hitter goes to the gap in left center. Center fielder coming across to his right. Makes the catch. That's Seidel to end the inning for BYU. But four come across. BYU leads it 5-1 as we go to the eighth. Five runs on ten hits. No errors for BYU. One run, three hits. No errors for Milwaukee. Cougars five, Panthers one now on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the eighth. And Mark Connolly leads off the inning for the Milwaukee Panthers, who now trail 5-1. to one. They scored first, BYU five in a row, as Justice Riser stays on the hill for BYU. The southpaw riser facing the left-handed hitting Connolly. Lefty v. Lefty here, and it's a 0-2 count to Connolly. Well, Greg, you, you put up a four spot to to take a lead there in the seventh. You need to shut down inning. That's reached out on and singled to short left. Yeah, 0-2 there. Just too good of a pitch there. That slider just stayed too elevated. He needs to bury that. Too good there, 0-2. So Connolly reaching with the second consecutive single. He's been on, been on base in all three at-bats. So a walk in the third, a single stranded in the fifth, and a single to lead off the eighth for Milwaukee. Up the middle, back-to-back -back singles. As Luke Seidel, the center fielder, hitting in the one hole, puts first and second for Milwaukee now. No one out. So Justice Riser getting himself into an early inning jam here in the top of the eighth. 5-1, BYU leading it after a four-run bottom of the seventh. Well, a great early answer by Milwaukee right there. Get your first two guys on after you fall down four. Give yourself a chance right here. Back-to-back -back singles, Connolly and Seidel. Mitchell Bubin, the right-handed hitter, facing the southpaw, Justice Riser. Ozzie Pratt, as 
Pawtucket noted, would come in and play third, and he is now to third base, Deming making the shift from third to first. So Pratt now in, and in the order for Coach Mike Littlewood as Colin Reuter chats with Justice Riser on the hill. So you've got Reuter, the catcher, chatting with the pitcher, Riser, and you've got his buddy, Ozzie Pratt, sitting at, left, at third base now. Pratt and Reuter, high school teammates at Magnolia Heights in Mississippi, and they won state titles together in 2017 and 2018. As both now play together, looking to help BYU win a WCC title in their first season with the Cougars. Mike Littlewood's going to check out of the dugout, and it'll be a conference on the mound with Justice Riser. Putting the first two on here in the, you know the the thing about top of the eighth. The, the thing th about having depth in your bullpen that we do this year is that hey, if you don't get the job done, that uh, there's a guy that you're going to go to. And so Riser gives up the back-to-back -back singles to start this inning. So coach is going to go to the next guy up. Pitching change for BYU. Brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. A 60-second break for a pitching change on the new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pitching change for BYU, Bryce Robison entering the game here at the top of the eighth. No one out and two on for the visiting Milwaukee Panthers. The righty, Roby, out of Las Vegas. 6'1", 175, the sophomore for BYU making his fourth appearance. Pitched against Marshall in the second game of that twin bill. And then saw two appearances against Arizona State. Three innings on Thursday, and an inning and a third on Saturday. A 1.59 ERA. His high pitch count, 33 in that first game against ASU. Roby's given up just the two hits in five and two thirds. He'll give you a fastball, low to mid 90s. Slider curve and change. Also in the repertoire. So Bryce Robison with that uh, trademark sky blue glove. On his left hand, the righty will get ready to face Mitchell Bubin, the Milwaukee shortstop. Grounded out in the first and then flied out a sack fly RBI for the only run from for Milwaukee in the third. And then flied out again to McIntyre in the sixth. Well, got to keep the ball down here. Get your ground ball double play. That's what you're looking for. So Roby's first pitch is a check swing foul down the first baseline. Runners will retreat back. Well, excuse me, like you said, check swing there. Just as a hitter, you're like, I'm so, so glad that went to foul. Cole Gamble got caught in that same thing on the last half inning, but turned into an RBI. The Panther mainstay, Boobin, on 0 for 3 day, is looking to extend his hit streak to seven games. Ooh, the pickoff. Got him at second. I love it. Off of second base was Connolly. Roby turns and fires. The tag is made. And BYU's got on the tag by Pintar. And out on the base pass here in the top of the eighth inning with Milwaukee looking to rally and answer. That. That kind of short circuits things. The first two on, and the lead of the two is now off on the pickoff. Next hitter, sharply and a one hopper to Latham. It'll be a single to left. So back to first and second, but one out now. So Boobin singling to left field. A third straight single for Milwaukee here in the top of the eighth. But there was a pickoff from Robison to Pintar taking care of Connolly. BYU with its seventh pickoff of the season. In just game number eight. Strike one delivery from Robison to Connor Goodman. The next hitter is the left fielder in the three spot. The left-handed hitting Goodman. Ground out, ground out, strikeout on his 0 for 3 day. All about minimizing the big inning here. The 0-1. Go get it, Mitch. And that sharp center. Ranging back, making it. Oh, he dropped it. Mitch McIntyre off of his glove in center field. They're standing him. Oh, oh he held, held him, him at third. Yep. And it'll be second. It'll be bases loaded now as Connor Goodman 
to deep center field, and similarly to the other play that yeah. Milwaukee had, it's a ball in the glove that comes out of the glove in center field. Yeah, and now the Panthers back in business. He had it in his glove. He took one step, and then it came out. Not sure what quite happened there. So Mitch McIntyre sees it pop out the leather and put bases juiced with Panthers here in the top of the eighth. It's a four-run game. BYU's up 5-1. to one. But the tying run is now at the plate in the form of third baseman Aaron Chapman. You're really looking for your double play ball right now. Ended up being a long single as going to third with Seidel. That's a foul down the first baseline. Well, because he was going back and, and the, the, second, the runner at second base thought that he had a, a, a break on it to catch it, which he yeah, did, yeah. he was back tagging. So if Couldn't he had, score. Had, had he played halfway, he'd have scored easy. Cougars can still get out of this with a double play here. But that'll be a deep shot to the gap in left center. It's going to get to the track, bounce off the wall. One run will score. A second run will score. They'll hold the runner at third, Goodman. But is a two-run double for Aaron Chapman. Yeah, big knock right there. Just hung a breaking ball right over the plate, and he tattooed it. One hopped off the wall, 380 feet. Had that been about three or four feet to his left, it would have been a, a grand slam, and this game would be tied. Scoring were Seidel and Bubin. Goodman is at third. Chapman is at second. And Bryce Robison's outing is a short one with some tough luck. That ball to McIntyre in center field, you would have expect, expected to be out number two. Instead, the inning stays alive as the ball popped out of the glove, and the Panthers make the Cougars pay. Another pitching change is forthcoming, so we will take it. It is a pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. More BYU basketball next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's a 5-3 game. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Left-hander Cy Nielsen is out of the pen and into this game. In the top of the eighth, BYU led after four in the bottom of the seventh by a score of five to one. The Panthers have plated two here in the eighth, and with one out, still have two on. And it's two in scoring position with Goodman at third and Chapman at second. Five consecutive hits for Milwaukee. Looking to answer BYU's four-run seventh. They went single by Connolly. He was actually retired on a pickoff after he got to second. He got to second on the single by Seidel. So Seidel's single was the second straight hit. Then Boobin, a single, a third straight hit. Goodman, the long single through the glove of McIntyre, another base hit. And then the double by Chapman, five straight hits, had brought across two runs and a pinch hitter for Milwaukee. Will be Quinton Morris. The six-foot-one sophomore of Blanchester, Ohio, gets his first at-bat. The right-handed hitting Morris against the lefty hurler, Cy Nielsen. 5-3 BYU. Trouble on the base pass and just one gone here well, in the this top is, of the eighth. Uh, this is Cy's role this year, coming in a tough spot and, and look for a big strikeout. Morris takes a big swing for strike one. Deming's playing a little bit in, not quite in. Everyone else is playing normal depth in the infield. Morris hitting for Nate DeYoung. The 0-1 from Cy. And that's a single up the middle. Getting a little bit of a late break from second. But he's going to round and come home. Chapman and the throw not quite in time. It'll be two scoring on the single to center field. By the pinch hitter, Quinton Morris. Just like that, we're tied up. 5-5. Yeah, 94-mile-an-hour fastball. And it's just hit right back up the middle. Ties this thing up. Six consecutive hits here in the top of the eighth for Milwaukee hitters. And five runs on nine hits now for the Panthers. Five on ten for BYU. That 5-1 lead is now gone. It's still one out. And the runner on first is Quinton Morris. And back to the hill goes Coach Michael Littlewood. So Sine Nielsen faced one batter. That batter singled sharply to center. Now sits at first, and that's it for Cy. Another pitching change, another break. It's a PZ printing pitching change. Nothing inspires like print. We'll take a break in a 5-5 ball game. Still in the top of the eighth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. 
Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougars trying to, stay, uh, trying to stay perfect when leading through seven innings. They're 3-0 and this year, leading after seven. They were leading after seven, but it's been tied up here in the eighth. They four-run top of the eighth for Milwaukee. And BYU goes back to the pen, and the nation's leader in saves, Reed McLaughlin, will check in. The righty McLaughlin. And that's the seventh consecutive hit for Milwaukee. That's a single to right. It'll put runners at the corners. Ah, they may have no, gotten them. They he did got get him. the lead runner. They got him. Quinton Morris is thrown out at third gamble with his second assist of the season. On the single to right came up firing. And Ozzie Pratt makes the tag at third. And Quinton Morris, the lead runner and the go-ahead runner, yeah. is retired at third base. I tell you what, they don't realize Cole Gamble has an arm. And that wasn't his best throw, but he kept it low. And Ozzie had a perfect tag there. So we have a pickoff and a putout from right field to get our only two outs this inning. My goodness. So after a seventh straight hit, it's an out on the base paths. In fact, both outs of this inning yeah. have been on the base pass. Yes, it's been have. a pickoff and then an assisted third. And and so thrown out was Morris trying to go first to third on the single to right. And Cole Gamble, who will, uh, he'll rack up the assists by the time this season is done. And he guns out Morris at third. So the runner at first remains Novak. And Tommy Benson, the DH, will dig in. Left-handed hitting Benson, the righty hurler McLaughlin. Two out now in a 5-5 ball game. And that's piped in at 94 miles an hour for strike one. 95 on our yep, track, track man, man has it 95, which is the real true velocity. That's high for ball one. Uh, these, the Friday starter, Jansen Kiesel, had a 96 Mm -hmm. Mile-per-hour clocking. Down in Florida, yeah. So 5-5 five, five here, top eight, two out, 1-1 one, one count, one on for Milwaukee. McLaughlin kicks and fires, and that's fouled back down the third baseline over the roof here. One ball, two strikes. If Reed were to go to a wipeout pitcher, what would he pick here on the uh, one and two? Well, his fastball is his best pitch, but he does have a really good slider that he'll throw to righties. He doesn't throw it very often to lefties. He likes to go to that fastball running away. So the 1-2 coming from McLaughlin, two out, and again fouled away, and again third baseline. Count stays one and two, two out. This game was clipping along the last couple of innings. Yeah, I've seen a lot of runs across the plate, and we are now 5-5 in the top of the eighth. Four one. runs in the bottom of the seventh for BYU, four top of the eighth for Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, it was 1-1 after six here, and then it's just an explosion after that between both teams. McLaughlin works on the first base side of the rubber. Yeah, tried to go back door slider there. Just missed outside. Yeah, breaking out for ball two. Two and two with two out. And one on. The one on is Novak at first. McLaughlin awaits the call from Colin Reuter. And now stepping out of the box, calling time is Benson. Asking for time was Benson. Granted, we have a four-umpire crew. Traditionally, it's been three umpires. They've got four. Yep. Is that going to be the new the new MO this year? Yeah, pre-COVID, it was the new four. We had four men in, in West Coast, so we're back to that. Grounded to Pintar. He'll scoop Nicely to done. Watkins. And the 4-6 ends the inning. We go to the bottom of the eighth, but four runs cross for Milwaukee in the top of the eighth, giving us a 5-5 ball game through 7.5 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for Milwaukee, the right-hander Mike Edwards out of Oak Forest, Illinois. Right-handed thrower, 6'2", senior. Mike Edwards has replaced Riley Fry. Fry has his season-long outing, goes seven complete. He leaves in a 5-5 ball game. BYU trailed 1-0 after three. Tied the game with a run at the bottom of the sixth. It was 1-1 till the seventh. BYU scored four in the seventh, and then right back at the Cougs come the Panthers with four in the top of the eighth. So 5-5 to the bottom of eight. And Hayden Latham 
will lead off the eighth for BYU. The left fielder Latham, a single in the first. He was retired on a double play. A 6-3 ground out in the fourth, a strikeout in the sixth. He hits now in the eighth in a tie ball game. These teams are playing two today. Single game tomorrow at high noon, and then they'll take the Saturday off that was previously scheduled for a game. They'll keep their Saturday flight out of town, will the Panthers. From lefty to righty, Fry to Edwards. And Edwards' first pitch is lifted and lofted foul down the first baseline, just shy of the Panther bullpen. So 0-1 to Hayden Latham. Latham singled in the second to give him hits in seven of eight games. Comes into today third on the team in RBI. The right-handed hitting Latham, the righty hurler, Mike Edwards. That's grounded to short, handled and fired from Bubin to DeYoung, and one gone here in the bottom of the eighth. Yeah, it's always, a 6-3 ground out. Always nice to get that first out. The catcher, Reuter, grounded into a double play in the second, singled, and was retired as part of a double play in the fifth, and then flied out to center in the seventh. Takes ball one at 77 miles an hour up in the zone. The 1-0 coming to Reuter. Edwards faces the plate, kicks and fires, and Reuter gives it a right to left. Climb, climb. Going, going, and into the pines. A solo shot for Colin Reuter. Wow. His first home field home run. Colin Reuter sent that to deep left field and puts the Cougars in front. That home run brought to you by Zions Bank for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. And Reuter gave that a ride to left field. 6-5 Cougs in the bottom of the eighth. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> it brings up his high school teammate, Ozzie Pratt, in a 6-5 ball game. The lefty hitter Pratt, and he just it's a hitting. single to right. So Colin Reuter with a bomb to left. And then Ozzie Pratt singles to right. And it's one out, or rather one out and one on for BYU. That was a one-out home run by Reuter, putting the Cougs on top six to five. And then Ozzie Pratt singles. Wow, that ball was absolutely laced. Just tattoo, wasn't it? Yes. I mean, that was a no-doubter. Good for him. Wow. And, and the highest part of the wall is in left. It goes 12 feet in left, 10 feet in center, and then 8 feet at right. And, and that was well over the top of the wall into the pines in left field. Just to the right of the old scoreboard, which is still part of the, uh, the functioning display here. They have the new video board in right, the old scoreboard in left. And it was to the right of that scoreboard in left field. Colin Reuter going deep and putting BYU back on top by a score of 6-5. to five. The 0-1 as the throw back to first sees Pratt diving back and checking back ahead of the throw. Would you say that's typical Colin Reuter power? That there? is some power right there. <laughs> that's what we saw all this fall. First homer is a Cougar, and it comes here at Miller Park in his first home game in the BYU Blue and White. The Cougars in the all-whites today with the new diagonal Brigham Young script. Brigham is the prominent word. Young is in the tail of the script. It's kind of a nice look, and no buttons to break up the font either as the buttons are high on the neck as that's a 1-1 delivery goes to ball two. Two and one to Austin Deming. Catching you back up, the number eight hitter Deming hits with... Pratt at first after a single to right, which followed the Reuter home run to left. Taken away for ball three. It's a fastball high and outside. 89 miles per hour from Edwards. Edwards replacing Fry and getting touched up a little bit here in the bottom of the eighth. BYU back in front, six to five. The 3-1 count to Deming. Deming. Oh, and they've got Caught him Pratt in the pickle now. They've got Ozzie Pratt in the rundown. He's just caught between second and first. 
They're going back and forth on the rundown, and ultimately he dives to the ground to try and evade the tag and can't do so. So he is out on the base paths. Ozzie Pratt has the second out for BYU. Now the base is clear with a 3-1 count for Austin Deming. Deming has reached safely three times today in three at-bats. A double, a single, with three plate appearances. A double, a single, and a walk. And he scored off that walk in the seventh. Part of a four-run seventh for BYU. So, three and one, two out, no one on now for Deming. And Deming takes a strike, two. The count goes full from Edwards to Deming. Colin Reuter, by the way, his first multiple hit game yes, as a Cougar is. as well. Yes, it is. He had four games with a single hit. He's gone with two hits, including a home run today, and that's a swing and a miss from Deming. That gets us through eight innings. But the Cougars take a lead to the ninth. Can the Cougars stay perfect when leading after eight innings? We'll find out next. We go to the top of the ninth, BYU 6, Milwaukee 5, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. First hitter top nine for Milwaukee is the catcher Jack Thielen. And it's strike one quickly on Thielen from Reed McLaughlin. McLaughlin into the ninth with a one-run lead now. Six to five, BYU over the Panthers. One and one. So the nation's leader in saves is in position, Tuckett, to get a win. Yes, he is. And that's all that matters. Reed McLaughlin coming in relief. Getting out of the eighth into the ninth. And that's fouled back over the roof for one ball and two strikes. So ahead of the hitter. Good pitch. Jack Thielen is Reed McLaughlin here in the top of the ninth. BYU six runs, 12 hits, no errors. Milwaukee five runs, 10 hits, no errors. A lot of scoring late in this one. It was a one-run, one-one game through six. Four for BYU in the seventh. Four for Milwaukee in the eighth. An answer for BYU on the Reuter bomb in the bottom of the eighth. And here we are, top nine, high and away for ball two. Two balls and two strikes from Reed McLaughlin. The right-hander McLaughlin and the right-handed hitting Jack Thielen. Thielen singled, was retired in a rundown in the third, grounded out in the fifth, struck out swinging in the seventh. He hits now in the ninth as McLaughlin drops the rosin and gets prepared to deliver the 2-2 offering to Thielen. 2-2, two two, base is empty, and that gets away high and away and got away from Reuter all the way to the screen. No, they made a change at uh, catcher, have they not? Yeah, it looks like uh, Chase Peterson's back there. Yeah, Peterson has now taken Reuter's spot at catcher. So Chase Peterson catching now for Reed McLaughlin. We've seen some hard-hit balls today, but then we saw the ball that Colin Reuter hit. That was a different kind of hard hit as that grounder yes, is fouled down the third baseline. Well, the first out of the, of the ninth inning when you have a lead is extremely important. <laughs> You've got to get that first one. And it goes to a full count. Three balls, two strikes to Jack Thielen. McLaughlin. Kicks and fires. Hitting the air to left field. And just foul. Making the dive was Hayden Latham. Full extension. It was going to be a foul ball if it lands, and it did land in foul territory, but nearly a nice play out for Latham. But the dive comes up just short outside that left field line. That was Lofton. Just stayed in the air forever down that left field line. Hayden making a dive. It lands in foul territory, as does the ball. Stays full at 3-2. Can Reed find a wipeout pitch here and get that all-important first out of the ninth inning? BYU a one-run lead. Again, BYU threw eight when leading, 3-0 this year. Milwaukee when trailing after eight. Yet to find a win. Can those trends stay holding here in Provo? That'll be a walk. So Reed McLaughlin puts the leadoff runner on on a full-count walk. It'll bring up Mark Connolly. I tell you what, uh, you know, we came into this knowing that uh, Milwaukee had just tough hitters, and, and, they've, and they've proven that because, you know, they were struggling for the first six innings. They did get that one run, but only on a couple of hits, and then they just unleashed the last uh, in the eighth inning, and here they are in the ninth, a chance to tie it up or yeah. take the lead. They came in two today hitting 291. So Connolly on a two-for-two day walked and scored in the third, singled, in the fifth and again in the eighth. Squares to bunt, bunts foul back to the screen. So 
So Connolly uh, Thiel reaching on a base on balls. And Connolly now hits in the top of the ninth in a one-run game. 0-1 the count. Play catch, make sure of an out. Squares to Bunt. And Bunt's it just in front of the plate. Handled by Peterson. Off a bit of a double clutch. Gets the runner at first. Good and advancing to job. second on the sacrifice is Thielen. So Thielen to second on the sacrifice bunt by Connolly. Executed nicely on both sides there. So runner in scoring position, one out. Here in the top of the ninth, Luke Seidel, the center fielder. Singled and scored in that four-run eighth for Milwaukee. A fly out, a fielder's choice in the third, a ground out, and then the single in the eighth for his day. One out, one on, in a one-run game. A sharp single to right. Get it in, Cole. They're standing Gamble. in. Oh, they hold him. fires, and they hold him at third. And so now it's first and third, and one out. And singling to right with Seidel. And McLaughlin stays on the hill. Again, you almost want them to run that home because... Yeah, you Gamble's know that Cole's going to throw him out. Yeah. Well, sack fly now. Ties this thing up. They're just hitting fastballs right now. If you miss fastball over the plate, they're doing a really good job of putting it in play. You've got to be able to throw a secondary pitch for a strike. Mitchell Bubin, right-handed hitter. Gets you a double play right here. A little 4-6-3 in this game right here, Reed. One for three day. Run scored RBI for Bubin. Reed McLaughlin on the hill. First and third. One out. One run game. BYU's up 6-5, top nine. Empty count and one out for Bubin. The righty McLaughlin. Runner takes off for second, and then Peterson, yeah. in an attempt to bluff the throw, had the ball drop out of his hand, and it will be second and third now. They had a safety squeeze there, and then he pulled back. Runner went back, and the runner steals. So let's see we're going to play defensively here. Now what is second the count? And third. Yeah, 1-0. One ball, no strikes. So now the, the go-ahead run now is a second. Thielen at third with the tying run. And Seidel at second with the go-ahead. One ball, no strikes, one out, two on. And Bubin digs in and takes inside and low for ball two. Two balls, no strikes from Reed McLaughlin. Yeah, now you have the infield playing in. McLaughlin just made his 23rd pitch. Two and oh. Outside edge, no. Doesn't get it. Three balls, no strikes. One out and two on as Milwaukee looks to rally here in the top of the ninth. Man, I tell you what, if I'm Milwaukee's coach, I'm giving Bubin uh, absolute just unleash here 3-0. All the pressure's on the pitcher. Reed delivers. Strike one. Well, this next pitch is really important here because 3-1 is the hitter's count. You do have first base open, but you got to execute your pitch right here. Three balls and a strike, one out, and two men on. The runners are on second and third. And McLaughlin walks him. Yeah, went to the slider there. Outside and away from the right-handed hitter. Well, not so the Bubin worst thing, not the worst thing, because now you have the force back in tack here. Right. Bases loaded, double, double play. play. Yep. Comes back into play. But now you don't have to tag at the plate. If you do decide to go home, you, it's a force out, so it makes it easier. Bases loaded. By the way, Ebersole ended up pinch running for Thielen. It's Ebersole at third and not Thielen. So Ebersole at third, Seidel at second, and at first now is Bubin as ball one comes in from Reed McLaughlin. So one ball, no strike count, one out. The base is loaded for Milwaukee. BYU 6, Milwaukee 5, top 9. As this game has gotten interesting late, pitching coach Michael Bradshaw will check on out of the dugout. And he, along with catcher Chase Peterson, will conference with Reed McLaughlin. Yeah, Reed just doesn't look like himself. The Reed's kind of there. been lights out to this yeah, point, hasn't yeah, he? I the mean, velocity's been there today. He's just missing. He's normally really sharp with his locations, but he's not quite confident. So Coach Bradshaw's just trying to relax him here. First of two here at Miller Park. And this game was on pace for one of the faster games you'll see until about the seventh inning. And then the run started crossing and the bases started getting populated. And here we are in a 6-5 game. 
McLaughlin inside and nearly oh, wow. caught the hip of Connor Goodman. Relax, Reed. Come on, get back to being you. The left fielder, Connor Goodman, hits with the bases loaded and has a two-ball, no-strike count coming to him. Ebersol at third, Seidel at second, Bubin at first. Bases loaded, one gone, top nine. In a one-run game, there's a swing and a miss. A mighty lash from Goodman for strike one. Two balls and a strike. Boy, he took a hack on that one. Come through here, Reed. Come on. McLaughlin working first base side of the rubber. Kicks and fires fouled. All right, here we go. Well out of play down the third baseline. Now you got a two-strike count from 2-0 two and oh to 2-2. Two and two. Get you a strikeout or your double play ball right here, Reed. BYU reliever extraordinaire Reed McLaughlin. Four saves on the year. Stands to win if he can get two more outs without a run crossing the plate here. Come on, Reed. Two and two, one out, bases loaded in a one-run game. Cougars six, Panthers five. The kick, the fire, the swing. A strikeout for Reed McLaughlin. And two are gone in the top of the ninth. All righty, here we go. Work still to be done. That was a 94-mile-per-hour pitch from Reed for the strikeout. Tuck, is that right? Yes, it was. So now with two gone, bases stay loaded. And Aaron Chapman, the third baseman. He can hit, too. Boy, can he hit. Come on, Reed. Doubled and scored in his last at-bat. And that's fouled to the screen for strike one. 0-1, oh two gone, three on in a one-run game. BYU yeah. 6, Milwaukee 5. We're in the top of the ninth. It is power versus power. They're, you know, he's hitting 343. He's hitting 333 with runners in scoring position against our best guy in the bullpen with a game on the line. Here we go. The hits leader for Milwaukee, Aaron Chapman, digs in, facing the 0-1 count from Reed McLaughlin. Peterson sets up outside. Ooh, the pitch ooh. is high and inside for ball one. Nice job, Chase. Yeah, I'm not sure that was exactly what he expected on that. Yeah, he's saying the balls are too slippery. Cooper Vest runs out a couple new ones. Aaron Chapman. Ground out, fly out, fly out, doubled and scored. That's his one for four day with a run, two RBI double for Chapman, by the way. 1-1, one, one. two out, bases loaded, top nine. BYU leads by one. The right-handed hitter, Chapman. The righty hurler, McLaughlin. The delivery. Go get it, Mitch. Go get it, Mitch. That's hitting the sky to center, and Mitch McIntyre hauls it in to end this one. BYU takes the first of two, the fly out to center, and that will do it. BYU 6 and Milwaukee 5 is our final in the first game of this Thursday twin bill. Love well, it. the Panthers made it interesting. Yes, they did. But BYU clutch outs when you need it the most. BYU 6, Milwaukee 5 is our final. Post-game coverage starts next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.